Welcome into another episode of the Producer Podcast. My name is Kevin Kistner, and that is John Simmer sitting right in front of me. You were supposed to be on with KJ, but I think KJ got a little sick from all the smoke floating in yeah. in town. Or he was uh, partying, enjoying the uh, the Nuggets advancing. I don't even I don't even know if he's like a diehard Nuggets fan. He is, to be honest, because I know he's from Louisiana. He's a Warriors fan. Oh, that's right. We've had I've had that it, conversation where, where he before. all the teams we hate he likes. Yeah, that's that's the the crazy thing about KJ. But you hit exactly where I was going to go. The freaking Nuggets are advancing to the West, or not to the Western Conference Finals, to the NBA Finals. I'm not even used to saying it yet. Yeah, it's so weird. You can't even say it. Like, this is crazy, man. And they they go out, they sweep the Lakers. I got to get your, I mean, you're a Nuggets fan growing up, I'm guessing, right? For the most part, yeah. For the most part. This is new to us. Yeah, I mean, so I wasn't, I've never really been like a quote-unquote diehard Nuggets fan. Um probably just full transparency, probably like more fair weather. You know, I would pay attention to them. And then if they were really bad, like the Mike Shaw years, is mm. that his first name? The Shaw years. I just kind Brian of like Shaw. tuned, like they didn't, Brian Shaw, that's it. I just like, Nuggets don't exist, you know, we'll just pay attention <coughs> to the Broncos. But um, yeah, man, this whole, I'll ask you this question and then I'll answer it. Just kind of like to, I'm not deflecting, but um, what, was more or what if you can think back to last year's Stanley Cup run what's been more exciting or has had you and obviously we're engaged for work and stuff but what have you personally been kind of like more invested in personally is it been the abs run of last year or the nuggets run of this year I think last year we knew the nuggets were going to get to the or last the year abs. we knew the abs were going to get to the Stanley Cup I think that was just my my sense. Right, this feeling. And right. it was the same feeling as like when the Broncos had Peyton Manning. It was like, forget the, re- the regular season. Let's just get into the playoffs now. Mm-hmm. And once the Avs started, the playoffs was like, okay, can we get through the first three rounds now mm-hmm. and just start the Stanley Cup and really start the season? So that's, I think it was a waiting game last year with the Avs, but the it was so exciting right. because we haven't had a championship here in this town since 2016. With the 15 Broncos. So I think there was so much excitement there because we knew we had so much potential. This year with the Nuggets, it's kind of like, man, uh, we were hoping they'd get past the second round. Right. We were talking about Michael Malone possibly losing his job if right. he didn't get at least to like the Western Conference Finals. Or Western Conference Finals or bust, depending on who you ask. So, I mean, I'll, I'll say right now, as weird as it feels, Last year for the Cup, I was more excited, mm-hmm. but I want to be more excited this year because this is the first time the Nuggets are in the in, in the situation, mm-hmm. and they overcame a, a really good Timberwolves team back then. They overcame the the Suns with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and now they beat LeBron and Anthony Davis, like. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good uh, little trio of of teams to beat right now. And now you have a chance to play either Boston or uh, Miami. Right, and it's obviously looking like it's going to be Miami. Um, Personally, I think for me, so I think playoff hockey is more exciting just generally than NBA. Um, 
Man, I find myself a little bit more invested in this Nuggets run, I think, because it's kind of like you said, it's they've caught fire at the right time. And I had, and I was actually thinking about this last night um, after the game, because I remember I was DMing one of my buddies who's a huge Nuggets fan, like just obsessive about um, about the team. And I was, I remember DMing him on Twitter. I was just like, it was like a sense of nervousness. And I almost like, as a fan, I almost default to like worst case scenario. Right, right. So I remember DMing him about this. He's like, dude, I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. is going to be healthy. Like <sighs> Jamal coming off the ACL. I don't know if Michael Malone, like I've been critical of Michael Malone yeah. just in the sense of like, not James Maryland, like from a score of right. like zero to James, I was probably like a three. But I always kind of compared, and I've said it on this podcast before, Michael Malone, similar to John Fox, really good coach, helped us get out of like the doldrums of the league, um, but just wasn't able to like take us to that next right. step. Might take us to a championship, but probably won't win us a championship. Um, and so that's kind of how I felt at the beginning of the season. And now like kind of retroactively after the excitement of last night, I mean, because obviously none of us could sleep. Um, I was just staying up, you know, just wired as hell. <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep either. And, uh, and I was um, thinking that was like, it was the same nervous energy I had, and you referenced it, that um, I had in with the with the Broncos in 2015. It was just kind of like, we knew it was Peyton's, probably Peyton's last year. He wasn't himself. He wasn't like the 2013 version of Peyton we knew. So it was this kind of nervousness um, to the season. And then when the playoffs started, I just feel like in, with basketball too, like not to be, div- I don't even think this is very divisive, but it's just like you, they're much, it's much more uh, easier to like be invested in the characters themselves. Oh yeah. Like Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, yeah, exactly. all that. Cause like, what do I really know about Miko Randon? What do I really know about Nathan McKinnon? Yeah. Other than he's just a freak athlete. <laughs> he's one of the best you know, he's one of the biggest culture changes here. And well, of course we had the narrative, you know, when we got bounced by, was it Vegas? Yeah. Vegas, um, the year before was been in this league. What was it? Seven years, having one bleep. Um, so that was basically it, but there was just like a lot more personality, I guess, or a lot more attachment you had with this Nuggets team that makes it a little more, um, easy to invest in. And the, it's hard to kind of break it down, but it feels like the plays, like I find myself this playoff run just like still in disbelief at some of the plays that, you know, Jokic makes in particular. Um, then I think you can do in like most hockey games because hockey's like a super fluid sport, but very rarely you'll have like an insane play. Like you have Nathan McKinnon's like 200 football, oh, yeah. but you like, I can say, the excitement of that, maybe outside of like taking the context I was for a hat trick, just like the the personal, um, just like prowess it takes to score that kind of goal. I've seen Jokic do that like three or four times a game where I'm audibly just sitting there, just like, oh my God, dude, just like oh, yeah. still in disbelief of what this dude does. It, he's, he's one of a kind. And it's crazy of how much hate, or do, I wouldn't say hate. Just a lot of disrespect that he was given this year, not winning that third MVP that he should have won again, you know. And you know, you got Lisa Salters coming out and saying, "I've never watched this guy play until I, <laughs> right. you know, I started covering him right. this week." And it's like, 
Where have you been? Yeah. <clears throat> with, and I know that's been the conversation around the station with the disrespect thing. And I don't think with like someone like Lisa Salters, I don't think it's really excusable because that's literally your job your is to jo- be tapped into the NBA. Here, here's my thing is, okay, did you ever watch? I guarantee she knew who Anthony Davis was. Well, yeah, but that's again, that's like a loss. That's a bigger market. Okay, did did you know who Giannis was? Did you? Yeah, know, but he's won a title. You know, my thing was, is you've seen other guys. You, I guarantee, she knew who. Um, um, oh my gosh, uh, he played. He came in for the Lakers last night. Tristan Thompson. Guarantee, she knew who he was mm-hmm. because. Of the Kardashians. Yeah, stuff. I was gonna say, yeah. So she knows other players. You never turned on the TV. You never Googled. You never looked up a highlight of Nikola Jokic. To right. me, that was very absurd. And I was like, I can't believe you're saying this because I get you want to be honest, but it's coming off really bad. Right. Just fake it. <laughs> Just like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Right. Have I seen every LeBron highlight? No, mm-hmm. but back then I would say, oh, man, this dude's amazing. It is what it is. I want to ask you about this. Are you getting the sense of people around town that that this is their first time? Are you getting the sense of, like, the Nuggets getting the finals for the first time? Are you getting the sense of, like, people like it? Remember when they, I'm trying to think of a team. Like the Eagles. Remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Mm. It wasn't their first Super Bowl appearance, but that feeling of like, oh my gosh, we're here. Like, I'm I'm watching the game with my dad and brother last night, and I made sure to videotape us all celebrating because mm. this is going to be a special moment. Yeah. This is something that we get to bond over. Mm. Are you getting that sense? I mean, again, we're only a day after winning the Western Conference, but are you getting that sense on social media around the I station? Mean, on social media for sure. Um the the couple of buddies that I do watch Nuggets games with, only one of us is like a diehard fan. Um we're all just and again I would just explain us as like fair weather. Um but then like a lot of guys the, there's two buddies who used to live here. They moved down south. Um and will like if I'm just at home chilling um, or whatever, which I usually am most of the runs during the week. Um, we're just sitting in Discord, but they don't really like care about the Nuggets like that. They're more just like NBA fans. Um, so it's kind of hard to say just in terms of like the people who I surround myself with. Um, but I mean, you have to imagine again, like this is you, you get to be. <laughs> I mean, I think James is actually a pretty good comparison because he, he did it in game. Two as well, he's tweeting by, and I saw it after the fact, but it's probably around like not even halftime yet, middle of the third quarter. Like the refs, you know, the refs get what they want. See you and see you back for game three or right. see you back for game right. six. And the game isn't even over. And I feel like a lot of like super diehard Nuggets fans might not have been like that extreme, yeah. but they always, and we got it on the text line all the time especially on the shows in the morning was just like, yeah, we're up to two. Oh, wait till we go to LA. 
You know, yeah, it's I, gonna, we're going to come back to two. The series is going to be tied because the refs or because the Nuggets are going to choke. Then it was three. I was like, don't write off LeBron James. If anyone can make a three zero comeback, it's LeBron. And even the um, couple of guys who I watch it who live down south with were saying the same thing. It's like you're putting too much credence to like LeBron James' past and his legacy. If you just watch every game, even somewhat casually, you would just understand that the Lakers were outmatched. Like it was just the Nuggets are head and shoulders the better team. And especially after game game three, I guess, but really game two, that like res- that surgence from Murray in the fourth quarter oh, yeah. just like killed their will. Oh, and they, yeah. that was a game where they thought maybe we like we should definitely be leaving Denver one one, maybe two oh, and then capitalize that on um the you know Jamal's just insane first half in the third game um it just you could just tell it was over pretty much after game two at least from the standpoint of if this goes six for whatever reason the Nuggets were still going to pull it out well we got a few minutes left here but I I, I want to ask you real quick give me your finals prediction it looks like it's going to be Miami they're up 3-0 mm-hmm. Nuggets Miami who you got and what's the series I think it's Nuggets and five. Nuggets and five. They close yeah. it out here in Denver. I'm a little wor- I would be worried. The only thing I would be worried about, and like the Heat will probably get it too, but is like the nine day layoff. But how much does that really affect basketball? Well, I don't like the nine day layoff because of the Colorado Rockies back in 07. I was well, and I was actually going to say layoff. it's not anywhere similar to baseball though. Where, like, the Rockies just... The only reason the Rockies got to the World Series because their bats were just, like, en fuego. Right. And so your bats are going to cool off. But, like, is it really going to affect your basketball? No. Like, are you just, like... Because, think- again, Jamal... The, again, the Nuggets are making, like, some crazy shots <coughs> and clutch shots. But at the same... Like, they're they're making big shots and big moments. Yep. But, like, the that's all, like, maybe 4% of the game... The other like ninety six percent in the middle is them just playing like really solid offense mixed with like some inconsistent but generally good defense and just getting good looks. Yeah. And if you just do that consistently enough, the law of averages should average you to win more games than you lose in a seven game series. I'll say this as we close things out: I think Nuggets win it in four. I think it's heat. another sweep wow. against Miami. Zach's mentioned the stat a bunch on air. And I'm going to steal it from him. I mean, I guess I'm not stealing it. It's it's out there in the world. The Nuggets had the second best scoring offense in the NBA. Mm. Miami had the the worst offense. Pretty big discrepancy points per game. So I think that was that just regular season though. That was regular season. What if the Heat? I wonder what the Heat have been in the playoffs. I don't know, but I I told people I said there's a reason why. The Nuggets are the number one seed, and the Lakers are the seven seed. Yeah, there sure. was a reason, yeah, and it sure. showed. There's sure. a reason why Miami was playing in a playing in two playing I, games. I think Miami has like four undrafted rookies too, and I guess yeah. And to, you kind of raise the point too. If a layoff is going to hurt anyone, it's the Heat because Jimmy Butler is just going nuclear every game. Yeah, and the big reason why I didn't watch Game Three. But the first two games in uh, in Boston, Boston was outplaying the Heat. But then they would get to the fourth quarter, and Joe Missoula would just like not make any adjustments, 
and Jason Tatum would just like not look for the ball. Jason, like it was as like the the Celtics have been playing almost exactly like the Lakers have against us. Their superstar just like hides away in the fourth quarter, yep. and their coach, even Joe Mazzulla, has just been awful this oh, series. He's, been bad. he's made zero adjustments at all. And again, I didn't watch Game Three. Didn't watch any part of Game Three because I just knew that, or I just had a very strong feeling the Heat were going to win. Um, but a lot of people are saying that the Celtics quit. It's a pretty big quits. A, you know, quits a strong word. That's what people were saying. Um, so if you take, but if you take it at that word, then they've quit on Joe Missoula more than anything. They oh, just don't e- think the dude exactly. can coach. So. Well, that is going to do it for us here on this episode of the Producer Podcast. we got meetings we have to head to. Mandatory meetings that we are required to attend, so we had to cut this one a little quick. But, hey, we still got more coverage, man. And The NBA Finals will start on June 1st. we got all that coverage coming, and uh, we'll see you next time. It's the Producer Podcast on DenverSports.com. Peace.